Here's what's coming up on today's show. Pensions are a dying breed and, you know, unless you're going to work for the state, the county, or the federal government, you most likely will not have a pension anymore. Most companies have gotten away from that. It's time for the Retirement Reality Podcast with the founder of Principal Preservation Services, Mike Koyanen. Welcome to the Retirement Reality Podcast. I'm Ben George, alongside Mike Coyne, founder and owner over Principal Preservation Services. Mike, I know that we've had this great resignation that's been taken over a lot of the country and kind of been sweeping the nation. And I'm yeah. guessing you've probably been hearing more and more from people that say, hey, I kind of want to retire earlier than, I, than maybe I once did. Yeah, we've actually had more of these scenarios this year than we've had in most years. So yeah, I think with people... Uh, a lot of them have that opportunity to work from home. Some people have got called back into the office and they don't have that luxury to work from home. And some people said, I just don't want to do that anymore. I'm just, you know, kind of fed up and I, I, I want to enjoy life and not, not work for the man, right? Yeah, <laughs> not work for exactly. the man anymore. So we're seeing more of that. I had a, just a few, this, just a couple of these scenarios this month. Yeah. So we, that's why we wanted to kind of talk about this today. Plus there's this Yahoo finance article that kind of explored that idea of can I retire at 55? Is that possible? Mm-hmm. So we want to kind of break down some of those issues that are facing those folks that want to retire early. We'll do that on this episode today as well. We'll have some fun uh, looking at some of the scenarios that are out there and, and talk through how that all plays out. So that's the goal today on the show. Again, you can find us online. Principalpreservationservices.com is the website. And if you want to call Mike's team, you can do so at 855 855- Nine eight seven eight 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 eight. You're you're gearing up for a, uh, a Justin Bieber concert tonight, right? <laughs> we are. Uh, it's funny. I was just thinking. It was about ten years ago. You know, our kids were younger. You know, our teenage daughters. You know, well, I should say, one is a teenager now. Um, you know, ten years ago, they begged to go to this concert. He was in town. <laughs> it was the day of. They told us the day of. He was in town and. I was happy, you know. I was able to go to Craigslist and find somebody who's selling some tickets again at scalped prices, yeah, um, high prices. But I was able to get them to the concert. And my wife took the three of her girls there, and they enjoyed it. And so two years ago, when I found out he was coming to town, I jumped and kind of surprised him and bought tickets. And uh, yeah, so it got postponed two years. But when I told the two of my girls that he's, you know, I bought tickets, they cried. So they were so excited. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, that'll be a lot of fun. I'm sure. I don't know if that's your music exactly, but I know that you'll no. you have fun with your daughters. So, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's all about the experience, yeah. you know. So, I want to be there with them, see them, enjoy it. Very good. All right. Well, let's talk about this Yahoo Finance article. We're going to put it in the show notes too. So, if you want to go through and read it for yourself, you can do that. Mm-hmm. We'll put it in the show notes. But basically, just kind of exploring that idea of can I retire at 55 and and what will it take, what challenges you'll face? Because I'm sure there's a lot more challenges retiring early than you might face if you're retiring at 65 or a little bit later. So, before we get started with that, I want to start with a little uh, fun fact because we're going to take some of the comments that came from this article. You know, Mike, there's always great comments on the internet, right? But yeah, we're going to take some of the comments from this article and kind of explore them a little bit. But uh, it kind of brings up this idea of the peanut gallery, right? We hear from the peanut gallery. But did you know that term actually originated uh, in vaudeville theaters back in the early 1900s? It's another Mm -hmm. name for the cheap seats, right? In the back of the theater. And it morphed into a way to describe the opinionated audience members who are going to be heckling from the back, the performers, and both not only verbally, but also throwing peanuts as projectiles. So that's kind of where that peanut gallery came from. So you, you kind of probably got that idea. You probably picture it that way when you hear comments from the peanut gallery, but that's how yeah. it started. 
Yeah, it's interesting. Even I do seminars when people come in, they go right to the back. I go, you make sure you're not going to heckle if you're going to sit back there. <laughs> I got to joke with them. So the peanut gallery back there. All right. Yeah. So you talked about it. How many of your clients uh, are, are thinking about retiring early, even if it's not say 55, because that's a little bit on you know the really early uh, age. But how many people typically are you talking with that want to retire early? Oh boy, if I had to put it in percentage, I'd say two thirds to three quarters of them want to retire before 65, wow. which we kind of look at that Medicare age 65, right? Um, and that's mm -hmm. the thing. Can we do it? You know, some people, <laughs> uh, like a, a gentleman recently came in and said, You show me I can retire, and I'll, I'll, I'll give you a kiss. If I can't, I'm, I'm going to slap you in the face, kind of thing. He's <laughs> like, Just tell me I can get out of there. Uh, but he's retiring 55 years old, you know, so. Um, when we put this plan together, we found out, yeah, he can actually do it, but there's some stipulations. So you got to be really touchy because there's certain rules that apply to, you know, early retirees that won't after you're 59 and a half or 62. So we'll talk about those. Yeah. And the challenges you've kind of started touching on here, let's go through them kind of one by one. Um, starting with social security, obviously retiring yeah. early, you don't have the option for social security and who knows when you actually need to start claiming it anyway, but right. that's a, that's a big first hurdle, right? Yeah. So the earliest you can take it is 62 in a month. So if you're retiring at 55, the soonest you can take it is almost seven years, you know? So that's a, a long time to be, you know, you have to make up that gap. Where's that income going to come in from? So it can be, a situation where, you know, the, a recent client, well, his spouse is younger and she's going to work, you know, and she's going to cover, you know, the healthcare as well, but, and he's going to pick up a part-time job, but you have to cover that gap for social security, but also you have to look at, you know, social security looks at the highest 35 earning years. And when you pull that report from social security, they assume you're going to make the same kind of income that you're making now to, for your benefit that they're projecting. Well, if you stop working, and, you know, for, you know, seven years prior, your benefit's not going to be what it says it's going to be because they're, they're assuming your income is going to be similar or better. Yeah, that's interesting. So I think a lot of times when you talk about not being able to claim Social Security, you're just talking about, well, I can't get that benefit for later, but you're actually impacting it that way, too, where the benefit yeah. is actually. It's going to be a lower benefit than you think yeah, it will. That's interesting. Yeah. As you're thinking about trying to supplement that income and close that income gap, another, another place you're often looking is retirement accounts. But again, if you're retiring at 55, you have those penalties to worry about. Right. So if you have IRAs, you know, traditional IRAs, Roth IRAs, you will be penalized a 10% penalty for taking it money out of those accounts before 59 and a half. You know, that's your old enough zone for withdrawals. Um, so you have to be very careful, but there are, there's an interesting rule when it comes to 401ks, you know, so you can actually take money out of your 401k starting at age 55 without penalties as long as you keep your money there so that's a situation i had a, even a meeting yesterday with which is you know he's retiring before 59 and a half he's not gonna be 59 and a half till next year i said you have to keep your money in this 401k plan for at least a year so you could take withdrawals out without penalties because it's in a 401k but there's the rule is you can only take withdrawals from the the last company you work for so if you had a, a previous 401k from a previous employer, and maybe that was the bulk of your 401k money, and maybe the last two years you've been with a new employer and, and your 401k might only be 20 grand, well, you can only, that rule only applies to your last employer you worked for. So you have to be very careful knowing how you're going to, you definitely have to have a plan in place because you can't just wing it and, um, 
a lot of things can happen bad if you don't know the, the rules when it comes to it. So 401ks, you can take withdrawals after 55 without that 10% penalties. IRAs, you'll have the 10% penalties. So we want to make sure that there's a, you know, a solidified plan in place that you know that you're not going to be short. Yeah, and that's a good reminder too. I mean, obviously, I think anybody trying to retire early, hopefully, is not trying to do it on their own. Uh, but your advisor can help point out some of these options for you and what's available to you. You might not right. know that there are some retirement account withdrawals you can make, but as you pointed out, there are certain situations that maybe that's possible. So lean on your advisor for that. You know, yeah. Uh, and one la- sorry, yeah, one last ahead. thing on that too, Ben, is even annuities. Um, it doesn't matter what type of annuities, whether they're variables or fixed or fixed index. Um, if you put money in those annuities and maybe it's, it's non-qualified dollars, non-IRA dollars, once you put that money into those annuities, um, you automatically enroll into a 59 and a half program. So even if, you know, because if you had a non-qualified investment account, say a TD Ameritrade or Schwab or something like that, you can take money out before those ages, before 59 and a half, no problem. But once that non-qualified dollars go into annuity, now you're subject to that 59 and a half age rule. Yeah, good to know. Well, as you're as you're looking at expenses too, what you're going to have to uh, cover in retirement, mm-hmm. one expense you can't afford to overlook is healthcare, especially if you're thinking about retiring at 55. Because as you talked about, Medicare doesn't kick in until 65. That's a 10 year gap, Mike, and that's a lot of expense you got to cover. Yeah, and you know, some of these situations has has been the situation where the the spouse is younger. Um, maybe has a less stressful job and she's covering or he's covering one of them is covering the health care. That's the best case scenario in that situation um, where the spouse is younger and they have better health care and better cost. So if that's that works out, that's perfect. Uh, but if you don't have it, if you're single and you don't have it, you're going to have to go on the open market. And uh, you have to really if you want to have a reasonable cost health care plan, you really have to watch the income that comes in because uh, if anybody you know that's been on the Affordable Care Act, if you you get these subsidies to reduce the cost of your health care, if you go over, it's it's a huge expense. I've had uh, the couple yesterday said they paid back nine grand because they went over the amount they had to pay nine back nine thousand dollars back, uh, you know, to um, the Affordable Care Act for the penalties of the subsidies. So you have to be very careful. And yeah, and you're right. It's a long time um, to fifty five to sixty five, ten years. Um, to wait to be on the Medicare plan. So now there are some people who um, have health care, like if you're a federal employee, some of those federal employees, you can retire as early as 56, 57, depends on how many years you have there. And you can retire with a health care package. And so that's the benefit of working maybe you know 20 plus years for the federal government. Like at the VA, we work with a lot of them and they have health care um, before 60, which is great. It gives them the ability to retire. And and even for them, they, they will get a pension as well um, early on. But that's not majority of people. You know, you, you know, Ben, we've done these for a while now, but, you know, I usually ask almost every seminar now, how many people in the room have a pension? It's usually like a third to half of the room. And then I said, no, raise your hands if you, any of your children have pensions. And <laughs> last night there was one. Wow, I'm surprised. Uh, I was like 18 one. people, one person, yeah. So it's and some have been zero, but um, pensions are a dying breed, and you know, unless you're going to work for the state, the county, or the federal government, you most likely will not have a pension anymore. Most companies have gotten away from that. Yeah, it's amazing. Like people that are in and in, in, uh, just begin their working career probably have no idea what a pension is, right? But it was right. so common, even even 15, 20 years ago, getting into the workforce, it was pretty common, but. 
has mm-hmm. completely disappeared. So something else to keep in mind. Um, any other challenges, Mike, you'd point out for anybody thinking about retiring at 55? Yeah, just um, you, know, you have to have that money last 30, 40 years. You know, so I mean, for a, a male right now, I mean, average kind of life expectancy for a male, um, you, you have a good chance to live till age 85, you know, so females have a good chance to live to almost till 90 now if you're healthy at 65. So when we look at that, you retire at 45, you have, you know, 25, 30, 35 years of that. You have to extend that life, your money. That's a long time to have your money um have to last and also when you're not able to make contributions because once you stop making income there's no more contributions that go in these accounts so in these IRAs and 401ks so that's the big concern you know that you've you've probably only put money in for 20 to 30 years but you're going to have to have that money last longer than what the time you put investing very good well retiring at 55 is it is a lofty goal it is something i know a lot of people would love to do and it can possibly be achievable but you have to have the right financial plan in place a lot of things mm-hmm. to be considering with an early retirement uh, especially with how much you need to save how you're going to cover a lot of these gaps in uh, income and health care and whatnot so again if you want to discuss this further see maybe kind of get a, a better evaluation of where you stand currently Again, you can find Mike and his team online at principalpreservationservices.com. If there's anybody, Mike, if you're somebody's in there listening in their 40s, is there anything they can maybe do to better position themselves now? Is it just all about just saving more and more money? Yeah, saving is a big part of it, right? And so the, the people who are better off in their 50s and 60s would be able to retire before 65 um, contributions and you know not overreacting if you're younger in your 40s you have time through the ups and downs and we've seen a lot of volatility yet this year haven't we Mm -hmm. so for those in the 40s they have time to overcome these volatilities and and get more aggressive when the markets are 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 down you know this is when you're you want to be maxing out those contributions and i think that's going to put you in a better position to retire earlier instead of some people come you know cutting back and said, I'm, I'm not contributing as much because the markets are too volatile. I go, no, you want to be more aggressive and contribute more during these times, not less. So you stay the course, get a plan in place. And once you have that plan in place, you'll have the confidence to do you know, what we're telling you to do. But if you don't see the numbers, you don't see the plan, it's hard to follow that plan, right? Yeah. It's hard, 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 hard to you know, increase those contributions if you don't see the light at the end of the tunnel. So get a plan in place for sure. Well, we, we can't uh, avoid looking at the comments when we're usually reading a story online. So let's pull a few of the comments, Mike. I just want to get your reaction to to what a few of these people are saying about yeah. this article and retiring early. So uh, this comment from Pennywise says, I'm retiring later this year at age 56. This is made possible mainly through the fact that I have a government job, which mm. will provide a defined benefit pension and guaranteed health insurance. Also have a 457 plan that I can access as well as other passive income coming in. And a spouse who loves her job and plans to continue working for a few more er- years she will also end up with a pension and we will both be eligible for social security at 62 life is good i mean that's to your point mike right having those pensions and those guaranteed incomes makes it much easier but again not everybody has that not everybody has that and you know pennywise great uh that is kind of like best case scenario not everybody has that situation you're one of the few that you've stuck it out in these government jobs that have Mm -hmm. you know this this early retirement and you must have started probably in your you know, early 20s, most likely to be able to have that life. But you put your time in and that is great. Uh, But 95% of the population don't have that ability like you have. But that's great. Congratulations. 
Well, here's another one that's probably in more than 90 percentile range of people agreeing with this one um, that says, I'm 51 and contemplating retirement soon. Saved up enough, but rising inflation and declining stock market has me rethinking my plans. Yeah, I agree. Um, all depends on how you've been investing, you know, and so obviously the uh, the market has been you know, as I looked at, you know, by the time this gets released, I'm not sure what it will be, but the S&P was down about 15% when I looked and bonds were down nine to 10% for the year. So yeah, 51 is really early to retire. I mean, you might have a great situation selling a business or come into some um, inheritance possibly as well, but it's, it's pretty rare for anybody to be retiring that, that early, unless you can keep your budget really low. But yeah, you're right with inflation, you know, when we had some really low numbers inflation a couple of years ago, and now we're looking at, you know, these high, high rates, and we're seeing a situation where bonds are dropping and equities are dropping at the same time. And, you know, people said, you know, many people through the last couple of years said, well, I have bonds. I don't have, I don't have all that money in the market at, at risk. I go, well, bonds aren't safe. <laughs> bonds can lose. And they're like, well, for the most part, they don't. Well, now they're seeing they're losing almost as much as what the equities have been losing this year. So um, it's changed some people's plans. So uh, you might want to readdress those plans, uh, Cole, and and see if, uh, you know, you might have to work an extra year or two just to recover and make sure that your plan is adjusted with inflation, which is what we do for everybody. All right, how about this comment from Rick? Says, all depends on how you want to live your life, as the article stated. Lifestyle is a big a big part of it. But it says, also, if you are a saver and saved quite a bit by the time you're 55, that mentality will remain with you for the majority of people. I retired at 57 with about $1.2 million, but I'm single, which obviously makes a big difference. My lifestyle has always been frugal, and it still is. Doesn't mean I don't enjoy life and travel, but I just find deals along the way. Also, it helps to have your house paid off prior to retirement, which I did. Mm-hmm. And I'm currently 65 and my net worth is 1.6 million and never regretted retiring early for a second. That's awesome. And that's a great situation. The biggest problem we see is people not being able to be disciplined enough with their budget to do that. And I think, you know, what, obviously for you, Rick, retirement meant more living life than it was to work a job for a long time. So by getting very, very disciplined with your budget and, um, and being happy that way. For some people, like, I don't want to be retired if I had to be restricted to a super tight budget. So everybody has a different mindset when it comes to that. Your mindset is that is success in your eyes and that is make it makes you happy and, and free. Other people said, I don't want that. <laughs> I want to be able to, you know, take luxury cruises. I want to be able to have a second home or be able to go south for the winter. So it is great situation for you, Rick. That's great. Others, not so great. Yeah. One last comment here, Mike. Retire whenever you want if you have enough money. Yeah. And what is that enough money? And that's the whole thing is people think, you know, I have enough. Well, enough is what? So I see people who can retire for with a half a million. I see with people who have half a million that that money won't last 10 to 12 years. So it all depends on what is your plan in retirement. Everybody's situation, like the previous message, Rick, is a totally different lifestyle than I will say majority of the clients that I work with in retirement, they just don't want to, um, they want to be able to do things. They want to do the things they put on hold for a while. But what is enough? Um, you know, Fidelity, I, I can bring up this article, they've revised it each year, it says by the time you retire, you should have 10 times of your last year's income saved for retirement. Well, that's just numbers. 
Uh, the key is you really need to know what your numbers are. You know, do you still have a mortgage? You, do you not? Or, you know, what's what's your situation look like? So, um, and what some people thinks is is not a lot of spending. For others, that's a lot of spending. So, again, these are just <laughs> you have enough money to do it. Yeah, um, but also you have to have goals in place. You know, some people you, you've probably seen that. I don't have the statistics here, Ben. I, I know you've probably heard of them too. But there's a good percentage of the population they retire. And they don't have any any drive anymore, mm-hmm. uh, and a lot of them actually, you know, within a you know a, you know a year or two from retirement, they get sick and pass on because they don't have anything that they're living for. So that's another important thing. If you're going to retire, make sure you have a reason why you're going to retire, and what are you going to do with that time? Because if you're not, you know, some people just found their almost their worth. You know, they're, uh, you know, they, with the employees, the job they did, they had that satisfaction that they were contributing to society and have that friendships there. And when they do that and they, they don't talk to their, their buddies for the last 25, 35 years, and they're not doing what they used to love to do. And now they're not doing anything, uh, that can be a mess in retirement. So, um, one of my clients just recently, she retired last fall. I talked to her about a month and a half after retirement. I go, how's retirement? She goes, it's awful. (laughs) <laughs> I said, why? She goes, I'm bored. I'm bored out of my mind. Yeah. And I put on 10 pounds. Uh, I'm looking for a part-time job because I can't just sit at home and do nothing. And so for some, they just need to be busy. Some people are just busy people, whether it's a part-time job or another full-time job. But um, make sure you have some plans for what you're going to do with that time. Yeah, very good. Well, if you want to read this article from Yahoo Finance, you can find it in the show notes. You'll also find it online principalpreservationservices.com. You can find all of our podcasts there as well. If you want to call Mike though, and you want to discuss the, the, whether or not you have the potential to retire early or what you need to do, what adjustments need to be made, you can always call him at 855-987-8888. All right, we'll close it out on that note. Thanks for listening to the Retirement Reality Podcast. Mike, enjoy the concert tonight. We'll talk soon. <laughs> Appreciate it. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.